Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it if you can. Leave us a review, it really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out, definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's up, everybody? So before we jump into today's topic of warm-up, flexibility training, specifically looking at static versus dynamic stretching, Got a couple little fun shout outs. First and foremost, this episode and every episode is brought to you by the Life of a Fighter shop. You can go to lifeofafighter.com forward slash shop. Check out all the great services, products we have. We also have our clothing line. You can go to lofclothing.com. Check out our great designs, training gear, all that good stuff. We got phone cases and a whole bunch of fun stuff coming as well. Also, I'm really excited. Quick shout out to one of our fighters, Alex Tyler in Thailand. Um, he's fighting out of Chiang Mai, out of Hong Tong Gym. You can check him out on Facebook. They got um, his last two fights are up there, actually. And I want to say his last two fights have been the last maybe three weeks, maybe the last four weeks. And he's uh, 2 0 with two knockouts. First one coming in the fourth round, I believe. And his most recent one yesterday or this week, depending on when you're listening to it. But either way, again, fighting out of Hong Tong Gym, Chiang Mai, Thailand. Um, I was just running people down, 2-0, two finishes. First one was uh, fourth round knockout. This most recent one was first round. Um, just making people want to quit with body shots, man. So shout out to Alex. I'm really excited because Alex is also documenting his experience in Thailand, both on his social media. Check him out at Rogue Nakmoy. You can check out the link below. And he's also writing for us. So you can check out our blog. Um, we have the most recent fighter guides, the last two he's put out. First one is Why Choose Thailand for Training. And the second one he just put out that we just launched is um, Thai versus Western Training. And they're just kind of different uh, approaches to it, the different experiences, what you'll see in Thailand. And yeah, all that good stuff. So really excited to have him writing for us. He's putting out great content. And he's also just kicking butt in Thailand. So I'm really proud of him just... It's a perfect example, y'all, about just kind of putting it all on the line for your dreams and making that sacrifice. And whether it works out or not, you just know that you try. And for him, it's working out right now because of all the work that he puts in. And, and the biggest thing we always talk about is having fun because he does all the work. And what I find in, in my philosophy, without getting into too much of a tangent, but again, going into today's podcast, I just think it's an important kind of topic and shout out, is when you put all of the work in and you have an event coming up, you should enjoy that moment because regardless, you put all the work in. So whatever the outcome is, have a kind of a peace of mind with that, which I, I think ultimately allows you to perform just that much better. Um, so that's my two cents on that. And then another quick shout out to Kudos Fit. You've been hearing me talk about our Kudos program and it's brought to you by Kudos Fit. You can check out the link below if you want to work with me or one of our Life of a Fighter approved coaches. Um, I'm really excited about the program because it's just 
been allowing me and our team to reach just that many more clients and provide it for an even better, pi better price point. Um, with the link below, you get it for $70 for your first month and then it's $95 a month after that. You may be asking in case for whatever reason you, ha you haven't really heard about it, you're not familiar with what the Kudos program is. It's customized training programs and customized nutrition programming and you're gonna get a coach myself or another coach, depending on who you'd like to work with, um, just customizing that program and checking in with you daily. So we, the really cool thing is every week we review um, nutrition topics and I like to implement a nutrition habit of that week, whether it's very specific to whether it's calorie intake, macronutrient ratio breakdown, or just a more general guideline of, hey, let's just drink water or no drinking calories, something along those lines. And it obviously varies to the individual. And then from the training side, we actually look at your schedule every single week, whether you're traveling, we have a lot of corporate professionals. Um, and I actually, I'm excited because just recently brought on um, my first where I got to start working with my first uh, professional dancer. And I've had a lot of different professional, different athletes and physical professionals that work with their body, but this is the first time I've been able to work with a dancer, so I'm really excited about that. And yeah, so whether you're traveling, your, your schedule constantly changes, it allows us to just make those adaptations on a weekly basis, customize the program, create the programs for you. You can track your reps, weight, sets, rest period, we do all the programming for you, so you just gotta show up, hit the button, and go. And then you can track everything and give feedback through the um, software, which is really cool. And then I get to see it and punch into my notes and kind of create algorithms and how we're gonna progress. So anyways, yeah, kudos fit. Check out the link below. You can also go to lifeofafighter.com, click the Get Started tab, and that just collects our information for the kudos program as well. All right, y'all, without further ado, let's jump on into today's podcast topic, which is warming up flexibility and specifically looking at static and dynamic stretching. There's more variations of that and we can get really, really in depth, but I wanted to just look at the importance of warming up and having proper stretching and, and looking at why is even flexibility important. And when we talk about flexibility, um, looking at what, what is, how does that apply, whether you're an athlete or just you're someone that wants to get the most out of your training and you're in a fitness enthusiast, Let's first just kind of break down some kind of um, basics here or, or more of the more general kind of concepts. So when we're looking at flexibility is a measure of range of motion and has static and dynamic components. So static flexibility is range of possible movement about a joint. Dynamic flexibility refers to the available range of motion during active movements and therefore requires voluntary muscular actions. So for example, let's look at static movement. So that means usually typically static stretching is going to be with a partner or where you're going to be having some other machine or individual hold the stretch and perform it for you. We're not actively using muscles to guide through a certain range of motion. Dynamic stretching is where you're actually gonna be utilizing movement, momentum, and active muscles to go through that range of motion. And really when we look at static stretching versus dynamic stretching, there's always this kind of versus conflict of should I be doing static stretching during my workout, before my workout, after my workout, dynamic stretching, when, when do we do it? And again, this isn't going to be a perfect answer and ultimately you're going to hear different people argue different things. This is just my point of view and I'm also pulling from the Essentials of Strength Training and Conditioning uh, textbook from the National Strength Conditioning Association for some of the definitions and just sign a, a little bit more support on the verbiage. But ultimately this is just my perspective on it, y'all. So 
the way I look at it and how it's kind of coming from the book. So um, dynamic stretching provides the opportunity to combine movements. This gives the strength and conditioning professional a large number of combinations that can be used to provide variety in the warm-up. So that's when we're looking at dynamic stretching as defined by the Essentials of Strength Conditioning textbook. So what I ultimately interpret that as, and, and for all of these, whether we're doing static or dynamic stretching, we ultimately want to increase body temperature by doing a general movement-based exercise. So whether that's jumping rope, shadow boxing, jogging, biking, elliptical, rowing, whatever, swimming, whatever the movement's going to be, just get your body temperature up. Because we know when we have body temperature up, it's going to elicit um, not only more hemoglobin oxygen uptake, but body temperature is going to allow ultimately more range of motion and um, movement within the joint and the muscle tissue itself. But when we're talking about dynamic stretching specifically, the reason I'm such a fan of doing it before exercise is because as it even looked at in the textbook, it allows you to combine different movements. So we can ultimately kind of customize those dynamic stretches to our sports-specific activity or our fitness-specific activity. So for example, if I'm doing um, an upper body-based workout program or even I'm getting really specific and just working my chest, I can utilize not only my warm-up, but after that initial warm-up, whatever I'm using to get my body temperature up, I can use the dynamic stretches to specifically target that area. So my pecs, the shoulder joint, the elbow joint, the wrist joint, and even let's say the hip, um, just to kind of get that range of motion going. So whether we're talking about internal external rotations, uh, arm swings, uh, huggers, just arm circles, those different types of movements that can not only, again, increase the range of motion, but also actively engage the muscles that we're gonna be working. That's a huge benefit to me for the dynamic stretching aspect. When we're looking at static stretching, the one thing that static stretching does get a lot of credit for that even cites in the book is that it's going to increase your range of motion and flexibility, but we also wanna look at proper timing of it. So. Usually the sweet spot's gonna be about 15 to 30 second holds for static stretching. But the key here is we also wanna do it within a, a healthy range of motion. So one thing that I thought was interesting in the book, they talk about when should an athlete stretch, specifically static stretching following practice and competition. Post-practice stretching facilitates range of motion improvements because of increased muscle temperature it should be performed within five to 10 minutes after practice. The increased body temperature increases the elastic properties of collagen within muscles and tendons, which allows for a greater strength magnitude. Post-practice stretching may also decrease muscle soreness, although the evidence on this is ambiguous. Ultimately, what we're taking away from this is right after training, static stretching can be a key role not only for recovery, but increasing range of motion. Why is that important? Let's talk about that for a second. So whether we're talking about performance-based, let's say I have to kick you in the head. I don't have the proper range of motion in my hips to do that. A, it's going to impact technique. B, it could potentially cause an injury. Or C, I'm just not going to be able to perform that movement. Now, if we talk about fitness-related or just let's even say some bodybuilders, for example, we really want to just increase muscle mass. If I'm unable to go through a full range of motion for, let's say, again, I'm going to pick the bench press or a chest movement. If I'm unable to fully elicit my range of motion and get deep into the um, press and the eccentric phase of a bench press and then go through the concentric phase, I'm not going to be able to get A, as much weight, or B, um, utilize as much muscle and neurological engagement. So that neuromuscular engagement won't be there. So I can't actually get as much of a muscle adaptation out of it. So if you have more range of motion, you can actually um, engage more muscle tissue and then ultimately break down that tissue and get more actual lean muscle mass after the recovery phase 
has begun and finished. So if you have more range of motion, again, it can help with increasing muscle mass and it also helps with performance. So whether you're an athlete or not, doesn't actually as matter as much. It's more about do you want to optimize your goals? So again, looking back at talk about static stretching, that's our time window, 15 to 30 seconds. Best practices after training, whether it's practice, strength training, or an actual game or an event. And then when we talk about dynamic stretching, we want to be able to utilize that as part of the warm-up, general warm-up, and then before activity. Also, I'm a big fan of the idea of it also can connect the brain to the body. So for example, I talk about this a lot in our Muay Thai programming classes, or sports-specific training when I'm working with individual athletes or even just talking about programming, we're going to pick certain dynamic stretches. They're going to be kind of relevant to the exercise we're doing that day or for the actual sport or goal that we have at hand because, again, it can utilize the connections from our brain to our body, which will also allow the, not just the muscles to warm up but the brain to warm up and then just optimize performance during our actual training session. Also, one of the things we can do as part of stretching is we can use it as a separate session. If increased levels of flexibility are required, additional stretching sessions may be needed. In this case, stretching should be preceded by a thorough general warm-up to allow for the increase in muscle temperature necessary for effective stretching. The type of session can be especially useful as a recovery session on the day after a competition. I immediately think kind of yoga and Pilates for that. That's not really the only options that we do have, but that's something I like to personally utilize. And we've kind of kind of um, adapted our own variations of that. I've worked with some yoga instructors and some yogis. You can actually go, I'll put up a link below um, for our website, Life of a Fighter. We have our own yoga sequence that we um, did with a yogi back in New York. And she's just... Uh, really high level as far as performance and being able to put it together in a variety of ways, whether we have a beginner, intermediate, or advanced levels. And I also started to kind of splice some of those for time com components of, do you have 10 minutes, you have 30 minutes, you have a full hour, um, you have all those options there. And yeah, so really we could dive in more into uh, PNF and ballistic stretching and all the different options there. But I wanted to just kind of touch on some basics of the dynamic versus static stretching, how to warm up, where to use static stretching, where to use dynamic stretching, why are they kind of important and really emphasize that because what I find from most people, even with myself, honestly, I hate warming up and stretching. I really just want to go right into either it's the lifts, whatever I'm doing, um, general training, or if I'm going into sports specific kickboxing, grappling, Muay Thai, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, wrestling, whatever's going on, or even back when I was playing baseball or football, wanted to just kind of get into it. But Part of the warm-up and the stretching is a key component to not only performing at our best, but to stay injury-free and to also properly recover after our training session. So that's kind of a little bit on warm-up and flexibility training. I hope you guys enjoyed. Again, if you guys want to hear specific topics, I'm always open to bringing them um, in and discussing them and also having different professionals come on. Um, I'm really excited about the feedback we've been getting, more reviews. Guys, please like, review, share, comment. We're trying to reach as many people as possible um, with this and really just life of a fighter in general. It's been awesome to see it grow over the last seven to eight years. And I'm really excited to see the future that we have and where it's been going and the people that we're reaching. And I just really appreciate it, guys. So grateful for all that. Grateful for you guys. I hope you have a great week, weekend, day, all that good stuff. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out as always. Peace, y'all. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for 
watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between. Dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it, y'all. See you on the next one.